Updating. I can have like a 40 ounce. I'm ignorant. Call me a hipster. Awesome, dude. She doesn't know that. I do community service, but I'll still buy my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh, yeah, you specified. Hey, what's going on? It is episode 143 of the Hey My Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. One thing I wanted to clarify, and I, I forgot to do it last week, was so obviously for everybody who's been listening to the podcast for a long time and for people that have been have found the podcast and have gone back or for the people who have been listening to the podcast via podcast applications, um, I think pretty much everybody's up to speed and clear with the way the podcast works. And what I mean by that is, when you watch a TV show like House, for example, just one on the top of my head, House works sequentially. You, you, you follow me, Ben? Yeah. So if you miss a couple episodes of House, you could be completely out of the loop and, and be like, wait, you got to talk to people and be like, wait, why are we here? How do we get to this point? The podcast works like Seinfeld because there are a lot of things in, in these little jokes that they, they'll bring back and themes that come back mm-hmm. and but you can jump in at any point in time that's yeah, it's that, not that, 24 that's my feeling so because it's not jack bowers adventures because uh we started doing some stuff on terrestrial radio we a lot of times those shows you know they just throw us on whenever or whatever and you don't get a lead in so all of a sudden you'll be listening to you know like on on um, wjb you might be listening to a purdue basketball game and then all of a sudden you'll hear our theme music and the podcast starts and you may not know it's, it's out of context for you. So I think the idea is that eventually, you know, just like anything else, you'll listen to it. You like whatever happens in an episode and you'll go seek out more episodes. But um, it's kind of hard if you're not starting at a base level to bring everybody on board and get everybody up to speed. So sometimes, and we apologize and we try not to do this. And especially since we do are doing more and more terrestrial radio, we're constantly reminding ourselves, Hey, don't just throw names out there. You sort of always have to specify who those people are and give background before you tell every story. So if, if, if you're listening and you hear us say something and you're like, Oh, I don't understand what they're talking about. Um, our bad, but, uh, mm-hmm. we, we're encouraging you to go back and the way you do that, if you hear us on uh, WJOB or you hear us on KFUG in Northern California, um, understand that you can go to www.heymyman.podbean.com, which is our flagship website, our archives, and you can pull up uh, 142 episodes um, to this point to bring you back up to today. So... With that being said, I just wanted to clarify that we understand that sometimes things seem out of context and sometimes we're throwing back to old jokes or old stories and we, we definitely try to do our best. Just know that I'm the one that used to be nice on the show and I used to think that Dave was the mean guy that nobody liked and it has now changed. Well, I think that's that, that's a funny thing that people don't, I guess, it's, it's hard. Over time, 
you know, we've come in here and said, hey, you know, there's people that are in my own family or there's people that are in my group of friends who didn't know Ben before the show who are like, hey, well, I listen to the show because of Ben. And there's people that Ben are in Ben's life that tell him, that have told him like, you know, I was on your side and now, now I'm on the other side. Yeah, um, I only got a, I only got a couple left. That's it. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm I might have stole another one this I'm weekend. I'm starting to bribe them and bring baked goods and treats and things like that, whatever it takes. So an additional piece of housekeeping, we got our t-shirt order in. We want to thank everybody who went out of their way to buy a t-shirt. Um, I think they turned out really great. They look awesome. The there's the black T-shirt with the white ink and the gray T-shirt with the blue ink and also sweatshirts that uh, for both of those colors. And uh, I was blown away when I actually received them because I, I saw the proof obviously and I I designed it and I I looked at it and I said yeah that looks great. But until I was holding it in my hand and I actually put it on, it's super comfortable too. So um, right there's a lot of people who were you know just didn't get around to buying one. Didn't know if they wanted to buy one. I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised and extremely jealous when you see other people uh, wearing them. Oh, you're so, going to be sick with envy. I've already had a bunch of people contact me and say, hey, you know, missed an opportunity. If you do another order, I'm on board. So that's uh, something that I think we're prob- we'll probably do here. Well, I went with the black just out of a knee-jerk reaction because that's what I do is I buy a lot of black T-shirts. But uh, when I gave Shotgun Bill his sweatshirt, I looked at the gray with the blue and I went, oh, that's actually... I was a little bit jealous of his, so I, I maybe will do that one next time. Yeah, everything worked out, um, and uh, hopefully, like the more people that order, uh, we may be able to to make the the, the price a little bit better. But uh, we wanted to get the first run of the shirts out there. Uh, two one nine days coming up in Hammond on actually two one eight and two one nine. I think they're oh, doing. Oh man, we're we're not going to get to record again until after that, right? So I will be there. By the way, I got. I got it cleared. I got a babysitter lined up. I would I, be there. I would be there in rare form. I will probably have some stickers. And as at uh, Narcissus Ricky on Twitter says, I hand them out like an old man does butterscotch candies. So I'll have them walking around being weird. I will not be there. I'll be at a daddy daughter dance that night. Mm. So unfortunately, that's something I will not, cannot, no way. I mean, this is since last year's daddy daughter dance. The day after my, my daughter was already planning this year's daddy daughter dance. Yeah, I did my first one this week, but I want to put a pin in that as far as okay. as far as two one nine day. Uh I went last year and it was pretty cool. I think it's only gonna get bigger. So um honestly you'll hear this before it comes out. So if you follow me on Twitter, like I said I will be there. I'm gonna bring the Dream Crusher with me. So it's gonna be it's gonna be great. Come out and say hello. Uh you don't have to let her know that I called her that, but you can't I mean that's really up to you. But come on out. Seriously, we'll have a beer and it'll be another fun. It's not exactly a hey my field trip, but I'll take credit for the whole party and I'll act like I uh, had a, a role in it. But there's going to be a lot of local cool stuff, man. There's going to be beer. and uh, I'm willing to bet that there will be a bunch of uh, hey my man t-shirts and sweatshirts because I know a lot of the people that we... Uh, that'd be great. God, that'd be great. Oh, you're going to see them. Yeah, I'm going to wear one. I want you to take a picture... Of, with every person that's wearing one. Now, is it douchey if I wear it? Is it like how like Corolla makes fun of uh, the dude from the Beach Boys always wearing a Hawaiian beach, shirt? Yeah, he's always wearing the Beach Boys hat and like, the shirt. Well, Mike Love, you're talking about the singer yes. who always wears the visor? And the, yes. Uh, is it douchey if I wear a hand? I mean, I guess at, at an event where you're representing, yes. But I mean, like, I mean, I? I obviously we, you know, I've, I've been wearing my sweatshirt since I got it three days ago. I haven't, mm-hmm. uh, you know. I think I'm going to do it. Just look, we're, we're we're still on a small, we're on a micro level, so I can get away with it. Like once, well, if we get on a couple more stations and it gets bigger, then that'll be douchey. For but people who now, don't know what Ben looks like, 
you know, you might see five to ten, who knows, uh, people wearing Hey Man uh, apparel at the event. Just go up to each one and go, Ben, mm-hmm. and then you'll know you'll get a response. Mm-hmm. Slap, them on the the guy. Slap them on the rear, and if it's me, I'll turn around and uh, not look surprised. So now you can take your pin out of that. Did my first daddy-daughter dance this week, and uh, it was, you know what? It was like, I remember, it's weird I've been doing the show so long now. I remembered uh, I did the show after I took the kids trick-or-treating for the first time, and I remember saying, like, this is a really cool, like, da- you take a mental photo, and you know, don't forget, this is a cool thing. It's the first time you see it. Don't be so uh, worried about I don't know, their safety or what time it is or how much beer you're drinking while you're trick-or-treating with them mm-hmm. in public. Don't worry about that as much and just enjoy it. Well, I did the same. Uh, uh, Lou, Lou and I went to the daddy-daughter dance in Highland, and it was uh, it was super, super cool. I, I had no idea what to expect. As a matter of fact, it started at 7. I got there at 5 till, and I'm never that early. You're lucky. I was, I was Should have like, been probably earlier than that, no? I mean, I don't, I don't know. I had no I mean, idea now what to that expect. You know. Yeah, I think so. I mean, she's only four, so I was like, she's going to last like an hour maybe, and then we'll go. I got there at five till, and there was already a line almost outside the building just to get in. What happens, and this is my first time doing one of these things, and I ended up running into a buddy of mine, Tony, just happened to walk up with him, so it worked out nice. And he was like, is this your first time? I felt like Mr. Mom, <laughs> a Michael Keaton Mr. Mom when he goes... When he's like trying to drop the kids off, mm. and everybody's like, left to drop off, right to pick up <laughs> right. more, or whatever it is. Hi, Jack. I'm Annette. Hi. You're doing it wrong. See? This is what I tell all my new mommy. We enter from the south, and we exit from the north. And then we do just the reverse, and we pick up. Swear, little ones don't have to walk between the cars to get to the learning facility. Okay, move it up. And remember... South to drop off, north to pick up. Pick them up. Okay, it's a good system. Uh, I felt like that because everybody sort of knew. You could tell people had done this before. Mm -hmm. I was certainly uh, green. And he says, it's your first time. I said, yeah, it is. And he goes, "Uh, well, here's what happens. He's like, you go in, you take the photo, and you sit down, and basically all all the daughters just ditch us. They ditch the guys. And they all run around, and they dance together, and then the guys just hang out. And I was like, well, that doesn't sound like this thing I had in my mind. I was going to like earn some cool points you know what i mean i don't know it was gonna be more active he was kind of right but luckily my daughter is so young she just wanted to it was in a gymnasium so first of all there was this huge line to take the photos and uh i was just like you can't get a four-year-old all dressed. right you gotta hold it together for a long time you can't get a four-year-old dressed up tell them it's daddy daughter dance for a week get them all pumped up she got a brand new hello kitty dress everything's going great and then go, now let's just wait in this line for 45 minutes mm-hmm. to take a photo. It just ain't happening. I was like, so if we take a photo later with you with Oreo and ice cream smeared all over your face <laughs> and hair, so be it. Oh, so you didn't do the picture? I said, screw it. We, oh, just, we, just, well, we got one eventually. Right, okay. But we just went in because it's like, it, you know what, it's, it, it would be like, I'm trying to think of, of it, it would be like taking me to uh, ABC7 Studios to get a live weather report. And then, and then I walk in there, and they're like, oh, yeah, it's just Jerry Taft, and yeah. it's going to be a while. Cheryl Scott's out today. Exactly. Well, because I, I, I had a similar experience the first time we like went. a crazy dog in a kenneled cage. The line was super long, and my wife had my daughter's hair, like, you know, done just right. And we had went out to dinner with a couple people beforehand and did, like, you know, a dinner, and then we all went. And 
as we're getting, you know, it's taking longer and longer. She's getting less and less excited about standing in a line. Her hair is coming down. The pins are falling out. So thank God they had a couple of uh, moms with the photographers that were there, like, doing the hair back up, whatever. Oh, they had they, backup they, hair Oh, yeah, people. yeah. So they made it just because, like, like most dads, you know, I was like, man, I'm, it's going to be what it's going to be. And then, she, you know, she's whining and throwing herself on the ground or, you know, like, you know. And then, <laughs> but right before the picture, they were able to get in there and, and, and make it look good again. But I don't know about your the place you went because you go to a – yours is in your community, mine's in mine. We had a – like, there's, a, there's swag tables everywhere. Mm, so like you can get glow in the dark wands, you can get crowns, you can there's no. vendors all over the place no. that don't miss an opportunity to I'm on the uh, wrong side of the tracks. Yeah. They had cheese cubes and, and Tostino's pizza rolls. No, this this like while you're waiting outside for the picture line, they have a bunch of these like glow in the dark like the kind of stuff you'd see oh, no, that'd at, be like, a really good idea. at like Disney or I mean bring it back to Indiana Beach. You know, okay. with the, yeah. it's it's a wand that lights up all, and sure. it, it, it makes it to the like ride when, home, and then, you know, it like gets left in the car. Like when I took my kids to Disney on ice. <laughs> right, the, yeah, the, it, the guy yeah. came up out of yes. a creepy van and said, hey, the show's halfway over. It's like on. a mug that lights up. And all yeah, he's crap. like, oh, the show's halfway over. These are on sale. It's only 30 bucks. I was like, are you crazy? They're not that expensive. Oh. However, uh, you she had to get every single thing. You know, they have like beads that look like Mardi Gras beads, but you know. And what do you do on a day like that? Do you go like, "Hey, no, this isn't your day. We don't no, buy you yeah, anything." You of course, go, they got whatever. you. They got you. And you know what? My daughter. Uh, there were a lot of kids because uh, I think you can be up till maybe twelve uh, in my community. Okay. The one we do. Um, and my daughter was four, so same as your daughter yeah. when we went last time. And she really didn't. I mean, she ran around a little bit, but mostly she stayed by me. So I did. I didn't have. Really? Yeah, it wasn't. It was, and it was packed. Like it was. It was definitely. Uh, uh, you were up on everybody. Well, this was funny because we just went straight out. I just was like, let's just go burn the energy. Who cares about the photo? We'll get it if we get it. Let's just go burn the energy. That's what it's all about. So we went out there, and I had a a, a couple thoughts, and one of them was, this may be a glimpse. I may get. I know she's only four, but I may get a small glimpse of the person she's gonna kind of be at a party and so now i'm going to strategically plan my attack on raising her correctly i'm like if i get out there and she just grabs on the wall and doesn't want to do anything okay good all right we're doing good we that's fine now we'll just teach her that the devil's in the rock and roll and then she'll never even want to if she starts tapping her feet maybe i'll hit it with a ruler mm-hmm. or something like that and just keep her down my daughter is going to be that uh it's redundant to say she's a white girl, but she's going to be that white girl at a party that goes, oh, girl, that's my song, and throws her mm. coat on, on the on a poor person next to her and runs out. Right. Dude, we went out there, and she loves trolls, right? She just loves it. So the movie. Uh, so I asked the DJ, hey, can you play this song? I didn't think you meant, like, internet trolls. But... No, well, that's what she normally likes. <laughs> she normally likes dudes that play World of Warcraft uh, <laughs> late at night. And just try to ruin people's. Oh, she plays mine. They play Minecraft late at night and just ruin your campaigns. Well, I said, "Hey, can you play the song from Trolls?" And this is her name. Well, we were, we were like walking around to see how long the line was, and he and he goes, "All right, this next one's for Lucy." And before he even finished her name, she literally threw the stuff in her hand like she had like a coat and like a sweater. She literally. This is how I know how she's going to be awful and it's going to be a long road ahead. She throws her coat like in her sweater, just throws it at me. And runs, and I don't mean like around, like through tables. Like they're set up. People are trying to like sit there and have ice cream with their daughter and be social. It's like Braveheart charging through the crowd. 
she looked like she looked like Mike Allstott from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, just like a fullback, just plowing through the defensive line. She just runs through everybody using her shoulders and just like screams away to the dance floor and immediately starts going crazy. And I was like, oh shit, I got one of those. This this is the this is the offspring I have, not the kind who's like, is it time to dance now, Daddy? No, she right. was girl. That's my song, running in circles till she was pink faced. Um, Did so you make it the whole night? I'm scared. She made it all the way to seven to nine. She made it all two hours, and literally, she sat down to eat some ice cream and some cookies and stuff, and just fuel up sugar. She sat down to sugar up and got right back out. So you ended up seeing some other adults that you knew, which made yeah. It... My brother went and he oh, brought okay. his yeah, daughters. Right. Uh, we just happened to see them there, like, and and, and it worked out good. Uh, so she got to play with them, but it was, I mean. I'm scared to death, dude. Now, because I'm just like now, I, I, it's it's almost like if you uh you 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 take a group of kids and you throw like one toy in the middle and like the kid walks up and punches the other one and mm-hmm. takes it, you go okay, I got the bully. You know what I mean? And if the kid gets punched, like oh crap, I may have the one that's gonna get bullied. Like I just saw, I had a a, a, a mental image of like flash forward like 15 years and she's just doing keg stands and going mm. like, I love little Yachty, Fetty Wap. I mean, he'll probably be just, you know, yeah. gone at this time. But whoever, you know, little Boosie badass, whoever's big at the time, she's going to be like, oh, girl, that's my song. She's going to, like, take her shirt off and burn it and then just start doing jello shots off, like, some hairy dude's belly button. It's going to be so bad. I, I'm having the worst. Mm. I'm only verbalizing because these are the nightmares I'm having now. All it took was one daddy-daughter to see how wild she was, and I was just like, oh. Well, my daughter, it's funny because she had to have a black dress with sparkles. I mean, like a formal, as formal as you can get for a five-year-old. Hair what piled do you mean high. she had to have? That's what she's been talking about. Like, it's all been about the dress since last year. Last year's dress was great. But, but After, you just gave her whatever. Like, here's your dress. No, ju- my wife went out and dress shopped with her or, or, you know, helped her pick out a dress. See, this is like, like how you tell me I shouldn't. I shouldn't even let them see kids' cartoons or kids' music because it'll ruin it. You're doing that with the clothes. Yeah, I already did it to my wife. <laughs> so I know what's happening. Ugh, but the funny thing is, is already now I have this thing where my daughter's old enough to understand the idea of Valentine's Day. And so she tells my wife, like, well, that, he's my Valentine. And I told my wife, I was like, I can't be both of your Valentine. I just can't afford it. So we might <laughs> have to alternate years. Yeah. Or And then I'm telling my son, who's 12, I go, you know, because my daughter said, this is what I want for Valentine's. I was like, okay. Why it's not Christmas. Valentine's it's Day? not your birthday. Okay. Uh, is that what she's referring to the whole event as? It's a Valentine's Day? Not thing. Hanukkah. What? I had to throw that in there. Uh, <laughs> I mean, see, no, because it the you get presents for Valentine's. No, no, no. Valentine's separate? Day is separate from the dance. The dance is, I mean, Valentine's Day is Tuesday. You got to get your dance. kids something for I, Valentine's Day? This is what I'm trying to explain to you. Okay. That hasn't been the case. But now that my daughter thinks that I, you know how like your daughter says, oh, that's my boyfriend. Right. I don't know. Your daughter's, you got a year to go. No, my So I'm telling you, that. turn the corner and like all of a sudden your daughter thinks you're the greatest thing since sliced bread right. and you can do no wrong. She tells my wife like, no, he's my Valentine and you'll have to find another Valentine. Mm-hmm. Uh, we both agree on that. But um, <laughs> so now my wife and her go back and forth. Like my wife does it as a joke to argue with her that, you know, no, he's my Valentine. So now I'm in a place where I have to buy both of them a Valentine present. I actually heard her you don't say get your something wife something like from Valentine's Day. Yeah, my wife. Yeah. And not my daughter. OK, but what I'm saying is eventually when you're done like next year because you're a year behind me. 
Your daughter may say, what am I getting? For? How are you going to not get something for your daughter on Valentine's she's Day? She's not my Valentine. She's my daughter. But, but who's your Valentine? What, you know? Not, well, I, I don't know. Maybe I should just soften the blow of reality and just be like getting either one of them anything. <laughs> or you, know, you could get both of them something. Well, I could, but what's listen Listen to what you're saying. What you're saying I know, is crazy. What, an, what does my option well, cost I got to turn to my son and I go, I don't want him to feel bad. Let's just I, do numbers. My, my option costs nothing. <laughs> Yours costs at least more than nothing. Yeah. Well, I had to buy I my daughter a corsage higher. for the dance. That yeah, cost we, $25. Thankfully. And a uh, boutonniere, $12. Lucy doesn't know about that stuff. She will, though. So. That's what I'm saying. I did, we didn't know. <laughs> and I'm surprised. You're ruining you're, this for me. It was already ruined, and now it's double ruined. It was like, if you've ever seen how dramatic the movie Pretty in Pink is, that's what it was like for the daddy-daughter dance. Like, there's been a lot of drama <laughs> leading up to this. Dude. <laughs> No, I. You know what? Why does everybody gotta ruin stuff with feelings and emotions? <laughs> Expectations. Here's the problem: expectations need to be lowered ever, across the board. Daddy daughter dance aside, I we did this. Uh, I, I tweeted out. I put it on Facebook. There was a fundraiser at the um, Five, Five Guys and guys. Fries in Munster mm-hmm. for um, a Munster police officer. You know, a charity event to raise money for them. So you go there and you buy, and they you buy your meal, and they give a certain amount of that to well, this charity, Munster, Indiana. So I went and I tweeted out a picture. I saw I saw uh, one of our listeners, Ricky, there, and we happened to be there at the same time. And oh, you saw her in real life there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Exchange pleasantries, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> then I saw my. I told my wife. I said, "Hey." you should go buy too. Cause they were out doing something else. She was with my mom and my daughter. And I'm like, if you're, you haven't eaten yet, you know, please go there. If you're going to spend the money, might as well go there. So apparently she went there and lo and behold, they ran into you. That's right. And my, you know, it's funny. Cause she tweeted me. She said, it was like, Hey, I, uh, Ben's here. Yeah. Was, or we're eating with Ben. And I'm like, okay. And then like, she didn't get home for an hour and a half. And I was like, well, you're definitely eating with Ben. Yeah. No doubt about that. She goes, oh, he yeah. could, man, he could talk. <laughs> whatever <laughs> but she said true. it was a battle between you and my daughter to see who could get more words in per second what <laughs> oh that's crazy talk that's all crazy talk no i i was i had to coax the words out of them i had to did you see what i'm talking about did you ask my daughter about the office uh, I mean, I would like to know. I have to assume the most conversation took place between either you and my mom, which I don't need. No, I, I talked to your mom the most okay. of the time. Yeah. yeah. By the way, yeah, I'm slowly. Oh, oh, what'd you like, learn? The, the less I talk to my mom and now, the more I talk to yours. I'm like, this is much better. This is far <laughs> more enjoyable. I could probably even say cuss words around your mom. It'd be great. Did she? Yeah, she did. She talked oh, okay. to a couple. Okay. Yeah, they were mostly racial. Did you learn anything? Mostly racial words. I didn't know what all of them meant. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, I just, no, it was nice. Yeah, it was nice. It was good. Did you learn anything about me? I was wondering. I'm like, yeah, what, what's he going to come? What's he coming we, to the table? We with? talked about swim lessons, and she said that when you took swim lessons as a kid, you just clutched onto her neck the entire time. You just grabbed down. Yeah, and tried, it's to, awful. tried to choke her. To well, death. I saw a mutual friend of ours. Um, he has a, a daughter, like a one year old, and I saw they put it on um, Facebook or Twitter or something. A video of them, him and his wife taking their child swimming at one years old. Oh yeah, yeah. And smart dude. They, Super smart. Well, I'm telling you what. It's barbaric looking. If you don't know what you're looking at, like even me, obviously my mom took me, did the same thing when I was a kid. Yeah, but, but you they were, literally you were take a one-year-old baby and dunk it all the way under the water. You were practically a grown man and you were, clasping, <laughs> you were grasping onto her neck, yeah. almost choking your own mother. I, 
and then I remembered you took your children you were full size. to a to a swimming uh, a swimming <laughs> lesson. Yes, aqua. But not at this age. One year old baby. Like I just no, and I, I know people are saying it's great, but like I just watching it, I was like, oh my gosh, that looks terrible. It's t- well, it's tough to see them dunk. We, uh, you have to dunk them because then they the earlier you do it, the more they get used to. Oh, it's just water, no big deal. Well, have you seen the breath. videos of the one year old babies like doing laps across the pool by themselves? Yes, where they just chuck them in. <laughs> I can't believe it. That would last one and a half seconds at Key Lime before Cove. you jumped in behind them. No, at Key Lime Cove, oh. that would last one and a half seconds. For you new listeners, if you ever go to a water park, specifically Key Lime Cove, they have lifeguards that are trained to constantly go back and forth like robots or caged dogs. No, and once in a while they chuck a fake dead baby. In the in the uh, a splash pool or what do you call it the wave pool or the lazy river the management does to make sure their lifeguards yes. are paying attention yes even in the areas where it's super shallow and the parents are right on top of them they still uncomfortably pace right next to you but could you see could you dunk your own child one year old baby under the water yeah you could yeah if it was me doing it but what's what's hard is and when you say dunk like you don't put your hand on top of their head and smash well, them. under their armpits and they go yes, under the water completely yes. I, I could do that because if, if you give them a bath then I don't yeah but similar. I always took a little you know rag and wipe the top of their head I didn't I didn't uh, when I gave them oh, a bath I wasn't kidding? putting we, them under the we uh, baby ours I take a dry washcloth and put it above their eyes still. that's what i'm saying my kid's five and I still like if he gets any water. well you're just saying like well if you give them a bath you put them under the water. no you don't well well, I'll tell you, here's what's worse is dunking them yourself is a little bit stressing. But sitting, I, I talked about it years ago on the podcast. I think um, standing there behind plated glass watching someone else dunk your kid, that's difficult. Yeah. Me okay. dunking my kid, I know I can pull him right back out. I know I can save him. But watching some dude or some woman I don't know and your kid's like crying. like it was, mm-hmm. I'd say, I think I took Dexter at like three or something. And uh, the first like two or three – lessons were i mean he cried every time and he, he got over it after the couple high fives but it's like i remember pacing like a bengal tiger just looking like like i look like Sher khan and jungle book like i just wanted to walk in there and just just smack him into the wall like for you know that's <laughs> yeah the anger that you get from seeing someone else dunk your kid is is much harder to deal with than me a quick dunk and someone could start. teach my wife how to swim while i'm buying glass <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe here's a way to get around the whole domestic violence issue that, that pesky law what you do is you have uh we just have our wives dunk someone else's kid and inevitably somebody will go through that class and then right. eventually right the wrongs that have been done in life <laughs> but real quick back to the daddy daughter dance um not only did i get scared to death i had a great time but i got scared to death and i learned that my girl is going to be like one of those party girls and that's scary as hell um what i also learned was who are these dudes, and I'm going to see if it's you, if you're one of these dudes too, who are these dudes that I know like a lot of guys don't like dancing, don't know what they're doing, yada, yada, yada. Um, who? But when you're with your daughter at a daddy-daughter dance, it is not about you looking cool or hip. It's for them. It's so they have a good time and they lock some core memories, right? Uh I went there, and there was many, many dudes. Just that, arms folded. Now, with... I'm guessing their kids were older, and so maybe the kids just didn't want to participate as much. But there was tons of dudes just sitting at tables looking at their stupid phones while their kids are dancing. And, okay, maybe if you brought your 10-year-old and she's with her friends, but don't you kind of stand by a little bit and say, hey, what's I, I could tell you I've been married for it'll be 17 years coming up in a couple months here. I've been with my wife for 20 years. I've maybe danced with her. Now, slow dancing all day long. 
But when I say dance, that means I'm nothing. About, that does not gain any dance points. with her twice. What? Yeah, I don't dance. But with my daughter, it's different. I do. There you uh, go. Yeah, yeah. No, with my daughter, it's different. I told her she, my wife was so jealous because I was like a dance the entire time. Because you really <laughs> here's the thing: you don't have to. There's no adult females watching you. Right. It's other dudes. So really, right. and everybody's in the same boat. Right. Yeah. And all you do is like, you know, you you could hold their hands and just, you know, do whatever. I mean, you don't have to do the uh, the mashed potato or the sprinkler or any the, the <laughs> any of those are brand the, new the microwave or, or, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. The lawnmower. Well, my buddy sprinkler. does one where he opens a microwave door and he looks in and he closes it. And he open, yeah. <laughs> That's I like it. <laughs> well, the main reason dudes don't dance is why. So they don't look. What is, what's the nickname of your buddy? Is a, Which you have, one? You have a buddy with a nickname. Chooch. Yeah. You don't look like a chooch. Right. <laughs> so you don't dance because you know you're going to. Look more feminine than you right. want, or more dorky than you want. Right. With your daughter, none of that matters. But here's the funny thing about that: that whole that whole idea. The guys that do go out there and look like complete idiots, the chicks think it's great. You mean at a normal wedding or yes? A normal event? Well, I'm not. I mean, if you're doing it in your living room, you look like an ass. But I'm, I mean, <laughs> right. I'm talking about you know, like stoplights. Like when you <laughs> and your I talked to you about. You know, you and your brother doing a choreographed Choreo- dance. We did do a choreographed. Awful. Dance. I wish me. And, I wish he and I could remember those moves. I would have busted. However, out. you look at Kid and Play. This <laughs> is this is the, the quintessential in Kid and Play in House Party, where they do the dance where they kick each other's feet and then they turn around and yes. you've probably never seen House Party, but yeah. if you if you it's for anybody who's seen House Party, you know what I'm talking about. I wasn't allowed to watch urban films. If you're if you're a dude, the only cool dance you can do is. That kick dance okay. if, if, with a buddy of yours, mm-hmm. and then you got to just get off the dance floor. Or you see the guys that break dance, but you, you have to be another another level. You know what I mean? You can either do like the basic that the basic dance. Well, or you, you, you were up. referring to the time my brother got married, and he and I rented DVDs from the store and learned to choreograph dance mm-hmm. together. I think we got it from the store, and we rented it. It, right. And we sat in his living room, nay, danced in his living room and learned all the steps and busted it out when he got married. That was awesome. Also, <laughs> this other, um, you're saying that there's a range. There's the guys who just step side to side. Right. And there's the That's guys. That's totally acceptable. And all chicks will be grateful that you just did that. Yeah. Nobody, just, because you're, and you, but you also have to, if you're that guy, you also have to give it up for the fact that. If there's another guy out there really dancing, you can you can clap for him and you can sure. sort of turn attention to him while you're doing your thing. I like the idea of just like giving him the look and just be like, all right, buddy, yeah, you're but, doing what I'm doing, but good. But then there's the the whole idea of you know you I've been the guy that stands there with my arms crossed, refusing to you know to partake at all. It's the worst though. You can't be it's, that. It's, dude. It, I don't want to be that guy, but you I know, have no choice but to be that guy. Is in- my father was that guy. His father was that guy. He needs to learn the way I learned. But my son, is, my son learned. is not that guy. So that's not good. yet. No, he's definitely not. He hasn't felt the awful shame of a female's disapproval. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because I remember, and there was a couple in seventh and eighth grade. I I did I was dancing at school dances, break dancing, and all that good stuff. Yes. See, inside we're all Kevin Bacon and Footloose, and that's why it is my favorite. I was Chris Penn and Footloose, but it is my favorite of all the '80s movies I've rewatched. Footloose is still probably my favorite. We all got that dude inside of us that wants to get out there and do those dance moves because it. You can't tell Kevin Bacon he ain't having a great time, and he's not emoting through the beautiful art of movement. However, um, I liken Footloose to my existence because I, I I wasn't that guy, and then I met a dude who I was like, this guy is this guy is cool personified, and he danced, 
And so I was like, right. well, hey, man, look at all the attention this guy's getting. And him and another guy right. uh, would do this thing, like, when they knew the school dance was coming up, they would choreograph their own thing, and everyone would be waiting to see what they came up with for the dance. So I was like a, like a toady of that, where I would, you know, do a little something here and there. And me and my brother used to break dance at the at the Linwood Roller Rink or, oh my you know, back in the, in the 80s. Really? Yeah. Well, I remember... Someone like, would throw down some cardboard. What are you going to do? Dude, I grew up... It, just, it was in church, and people just sang. There was really no dancing involved. It was close to the devil, right? And then I went to sixth grade, and the hip-hop was getting a little bit... This is 1991. Uh, Fresh it, Prince. Like, I'm talking about, like, no, like, literally MC Hammer, Vanilla Ice, and all that. And I didn't know anything, but I wanted to go to this dance. And I remember, like, this is straight up out of, like, um, this is like a full house episode. I remember telling my buddy, I was like, dude, I really want to go to this dance, but I don't know how to dance. And I was just like straight up like like hard on my sleeve. I don't know what I'm doing. He's like, oh, no problem. No problem. I'll show you. Literally went to this dude's house. And it one sounds... and two and three and four and he... one and two and three and four. <laughs> he literally showed me how to do the running man and the Roger Rabbit. <laughs> no lie, dude. And uh... What about the one where you hold, you, you put your foot up like you're doing the tree pose and then you jump through it and then you jump backwards? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. I didn't get that far. That could be... You could incorporate that into the Roger Rabbit. I did a real bastardized version of that, which was I held my foot, then I put it down, then I jumped, then that I held That sounds my foot. a little more breaking dancing than... Right. I think a little bit, like, two years after that. Think, like, what Vanilla Ice was doing in his video. Like, it was basically, like, where you, like, kick your heels up towards your butt, mm-hmm. and then you land on the side mm-hmm. with your Aladdin pants. Right. You do it on the other side, and then sometimes if you're super cool, you hold your head with the other hand. Well, he taught me those two moves, so I went from never really hearing any real music and not knowing how to dance or anything to I went to my very first dance, and he's like, "Do those moves I showed you?" And I took they had like circle, circle, yeah, you they, know? They, yeah. Well, that's the beauty of being super gullible and naive and not knowing because I didn't know. That I would look stupid, so I went in there and I did the Roger Rabbit, the Running Man, and there. This is 1991, right? Go white boy, go white boy. Mm-hmm. It, look, it was like uh, the end of. Well, I think it was New Turtles two. Two. Yeah, it was like Secret that. of the U's Ben. <laughs> yeah, exactly. With Toka and Raza, I will never forget that again. So I'm doing that, and people are loving it, and I'm feeling like a million bucks. I'm like, oh, this is great. I'm gonna dance like this in every dance, but I didn't know those are the only two moves I had. So they wore themselves out pretty quick. People tired of it. I yeah. stopped doing it. I was like that guy that would show up to class like five minutes late just to bust out the running man. It's funny. And they would be like, dude, you, 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 it's over. Dance is done. You got to stop. I'm the same as my dad in the way that my dad, well, he's a little bit more extreme, but he, my dad loved dancing with the stars. My dad's like the, um, the manliest dude ever, but he loved to watch Dancing with the Stars. He loved movies about ice skating. He loved movies about like footloot, like dancing movies. Loved those. Loved them. I, I'm the same way, but I, was I don't do... I was inside to see those guys I know, it does. that way. It does. <laughs> it does. See, that's... I remember the- one time my brother took a swing dancing class. I don't remember what the... I'd have to ask him, but... As did Some I. girl convinced my brother to take a swing dancing class like a friend of his, not a girlfriend, but like a... And he... So then he knew, he, he knew like... I don't know, three or four moves he got down pat. And then at the next three or four weddings, he was the guy to dance with. Yeah, he was thinking the life of the party. <laughs> Every, he was. Yeah. And I thought, listen, all this dude did was memorize one or two moves. And every girl was like, a dude knows how to swing yeah. dance. Not really, but partially. Compared to you, he but does. Yeah, it, that's, that's all it took. And in then the he, I think he wore blind. some suspenders and he did the hey, hey babies. And, you know, and, and then he was in. In the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. <laughs> right. That's it. So... 
That was Scott Middle School. Didn't know, and, and then here's the thing. And I thought I'm going to be the dude that dances. This is great. This is awesome. Uh, well, I quick, quickly learned that if, if you're not that great and if you only got a couple moves, girls will think you look silly. And that ruined it. It took everything down. Like, it's well, then the, you then you 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 pretend like you're too cool for school, right? You stand there with your arms crossed. Yeah, you, I'm just you, not that into you, it. You you dump on other people who do dance well a or do, do try. Not you, bit. but I'm saying that's the idea. Behind well, luckily it. my. Like if or I you're the guy that's wedding, paying to see girls' underwear in the bathroom at the school dance. I'll pay. <laughs> I beg. <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, I don't know. So, but the thing is, eventually, the the fear of looking dumb in front of chicks uh, overwhelmed my in, inner Kevin Bacon, and so. But I still sometimes. But here's the thing: I will dance like crazy. Like I went to my cousin Sam's wedding. Uh, my wife was sick and didn't go. And it's going to sound horrible, but like I danced like crazy because she was not there to look at me. And I don't want to look like a chooch in front of my wife. See, but that's crazy because I look at the other way. I'm not worried about looking like an idiot for my wife because I've been doing that for 20 years. Yeah. Uh, I'm more worried about other females still mm, nah, looking at me like that. an idiot. That's weird. Yeah, I don't care about that too much. But for, I don't know. I got to no, go home with this woman. I don't want to look like a chooch. Well, you hope. Yeah, I do hope. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the alternative. There's the guy doing the thriller dance that may go home with your wife. We were funny. You should mention the thriller dance. Well, we were at a wedding, and one guy, <laughs> one guy, literally memorized the entire thriller dance, and it was like a movie theater. I think it was my brother-in-law's wedding. Every single girl lined up behind this guy, and he did, and he basically, as the dance was going, taught all these people to dance, and he did it like perfectly. And I was just like, yeah, I actually give it up to him. That was normally, my brother Mark at my cousin Sam's wedding, oh, yeah? the one I was just talking about. Uh, he looks he, werewolf mid-transformation. Yes. He did the entire thrill, and he had told everybody ahead of time, this this is going down. And it went Somebody down. Could have documented him practicing. It was, this. dude. It was. I, well, a couple times I went over to his house to hang out, like, and he was like, show me, like, here's how here's how I got it so far, but I didn't want to I didn't want to step on the lead too much. I didn't want to see, you know, I didn't want to, I wanted it to be fresh. Uh, it was like, it was impressive. It was like, wow, I can't believe he knows all those. But when someone's legitimately into it and doing the thriller, like, I, I laughed. I haven't laughed that hard since. Well, like, now I know why he didn't come out to our live event. <laughs> well, it was equal. It was, like, I can't make fun of him at all because it was super difficult and it was amazing that he was able to do it. But I can't see that and not laugh like crazy. Right. I just remember, and plus I was drinking tons of whiskey. I just remember laughing so hard that, like, my guts hurt. It was that just amazing. So, at the daddy-daughter dance... I don't know who these guys are. You you don't dance, but you'll dance with your daughter. Right. Will do. What kind of dude gets dressed up, takes their daughter out, and then goes, go dance. I'll sit here and look at the scores of, like, college football Most. or whatever. Ugh, that's, Most. That's awful, man. I'm not saying, like, but, give me a trophy or an award, but come on, What about man. the – but then I also noticed there's the other dad that goes ultra crazy because then they do, like, a they do a dad-daughter line at, at the one I went to where – the daughters are on one side and the dads are on the other, and you you try to win best daughter and best. And I I'm out on that. Your sound, I'm out. Your on that. your dance sounds a lot more. I invited you to it. You didn't want to go. I can't. I couldn't work next it out. year. It couldn't work it out. That's, now it's a lot of pressure. We, we, you you got to split for the limo for ours, but no, limo. I'm just I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, it was awesome. And you know what? When you do that, you're you're, you're basically setting your daughter up. You're going like, look, when you get older, some dude pays a little bit of attention to you. He's gonna sit there and be like, go have fun, like. That's terrible. That's a terrible example. I would agree. It's no, a terrible man. example. My cousin, my 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 cousin Sarah married this dude Todd, 
And when you <laughs> problem already. Well, here's the thing. You think he ruined my perception of Todd's because I was Todd. thinking, "Hi, Todd, I'm Tucker. Hi, Tucker, I'm Todd." <laughs> I always think, "Oh, Todd's Todd is the best dad I know. He's the best. He's the best like wingman dude." And I've been to I don't know four or five weddings where this guy's at. He's the opposite of everything we just mentioned. Like, he goes out there. And there's there's no there's, it's, there's zero judgment. He goes out there and dances. He's the first one out there. He's the dad with the tie around his head, dude. But he's the guy that every, when you go to a wedding, Todd is the guy that every dude wishes. I wish I was just more like Todd, because Todd is not worried about being judged one bit. And therein lies freedom. We should all be a lot more like Todd. All right, you'd be lucky. Grammys, yes. You were. Uh... You were driving a fork truck while they were on, but I was mm-hmm. watching them. Yeah, was I was. I, 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 you said I was tweet hating them. <laughs> you were hate tweeting them. Yeah, <laughs> hate tweeting. Absolutely, absolutely. Can't help myself. You cannot help yourself. You, no. I'm gonna start. I'm not gonna start. I'm not gonna do it. But I feel like I should track your tweets and just be like the negative <laughs> to positive ratio, and then you tell me if you're a troll. Or you know, not. like we, I want to take your tweets and then be like. I want to like pull the audience and be like, "Is Dave a troll?" But here's the thing: I look at a troll as somebody like, who puts like something out there specifically to, like, I look at a troll not as the guy under the bridge. I look at a troll as a like a guy who's trolling, like you're fishing, right? So you throw something out there, and you're you're purposefully putting something out there that you know is just you being a prick, hmm. and you're wanting to elicit an angry response and get into some sort of argument. I don't consider what I do where is if I'm I'm not talking to anybody, I'm just out there like crapping on something. You're narrowly defining troll then. Yeah, that screws it up. Well, well for, then I'm almost trollish where but I almost do the opposite. I tweet stuff that I know will get insults insults hurled at me. I like like I enjoy throwing softballs when I know that ball's coming right back at my head. I just I don't for some reason I like doing that, especially on Twitter. I like saying things and leaving them open ended. Mm-hmm. So where people just like get very mad. Not not at me like I'm insulting something. Almost like I like I like being the uh, uh, I like being the Jeff Hornacek to uh, the shooter. You know what I mean? Right. I know, was it Carl Malone? Did he play with? <laughs> yeah, sure. Like, okay, all right. Yeah, you know what I mean. I like being the B.J. Armstrong to someone else's uh, but, Michael Jordan. But my so so my point is is if I'll go out there and I'm watching a, a the Grammys by myself, my kids are playing video games or doing whatever. I'm watching it. I have no one to talk to. If I had someone here, I wouldn't I even bother. <laughs> I know, but my thing is like, I feel like you just sit there and watch stuff and be like, "Oh, that sucks." And yeah, you watch something else, and be like, "Oh, that sucks." Yeah, and I feel and like just, I need to share it with, and I'm looking well, for. So does everybody else. I'm running it up you're the flagpole to see who else is going to salute and see who my people are. Yeah, well, but, you're not but, alone. but a lot of the times, it's not for. It's for. I think it's going to be funny. <laughs> now, whether that it comes off not funny and just mean and, and, and right, you know, right. Well, they're all tinged with humor for sure. I mean, yeah, I can't. That's oh, the goal. I don't think you literally hate. Now, there are definitely hate Adele. There are definitely times when I see political things that people put the <laughs> me off, and so I have I can't control myself to put something snide on there to basically say here's yeah. where I stand it's on the hard. issue and I'm on the opposite side. But for something like the Grammys, I'm looking at it and I'm going like, you know. Look at these ridiculous outfits. You know, Beyonce's out there, super pretentious. I mean, I thought Kanye I was bad. It. It's awful. You called her a name on Twitter. Yeah, I said she was a turd, and you said that's too much. It's, it felt Why? extreme. 
I don't. It's, it's, it's turd is extreme. Yeah, I mean, like you can say like this show sucks, or I don't know. The show it, didn't suck. She it's, sucks. Just, it's a large body work to be like she's a turd. I, just, I didn't say her I mean, I'm, entire I'm library's a turd. I just said just as your as your professional tur- advisor, I would go maybe don't call her. A she's turd. a turd as a she is a turd of a human being because that seems crazy. She could be pretend- in this she moment, could be pretentious. I'm, but but you have to understand that I'm I'm judging it from this <laughs> moment. I didn't go like oh I checked out her whole catalog and I. Uh, no, Beyonce's what's you, what's you, catalog you equals turd. turd. No, I don't think so. You've turded them. Like, you it's unturd. like when you knight somebody, except instead of a sword, it's a big piece of See, poop. again, and that's why <laughs> you, you go, just I have to know. I turd, and you take a, you know. I think she's a turd. Picture that visual, though. I think that, again, this is somebody who, oh, for example, Lady Gaga got a lot of crap for not taking an opportunity to push a liberal agenda uh, during the Super Bowl. I saw her get and a lot pra- of people I saw her get high praise for doing it in a classy form. And a lot too. of people were like, oh, well, there was some subtlety. And other people were like, well, no, that's not what the subtlety was. It's just a random girl she hugged. In. Who, who even cares? But the fact is, I look at the Grammys as an opportunity to go up there and perform music, which mm-hmm. is a positive thing and brings everybody together. Because here's the thing. I'm, I, I've Unless the Chili Peppers involved, it's I, always positive. I don't know much about Lady Gaga. I've heard no. songs on the radio, but I don't. I don't really follow her career. Yeah, I know every song starts off rah, rah, rah. <laughs> I and that's all I know. I don't know much about Katy Perry. Same thing. Well, However, I will tell you yeah, this. Yeah, I do. Both people, regardless of what they're performing, are professionals and put on a great performance. And one of okay? them is really nice looking. Same with John Legend. Not a fan of the guy. I'm not really into his stuff. But when you see John Legend, you go, this dude knows what he's, he's doing. You go, he's that out guy's there putting musician. it together. He's yeah, an he's, for he's sure. great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, even if you don't like him, you can go, that, that dude's good. Collaborations. Yeah. A lot of times, like, you know, these award shows will have people, like, today they had uh, Metallica and Lady Gaga. It seems to me, and this is a big mistake, whenever you put Metallica and somebody else together, because a couple years ago they did, like, Metallica and an orchestra, or they did Metallica. Yeah, a while back. It was awful. Now, Metallica did the orchestra, orchestra album, which was cool, but the yeah. live performance with the orchestra just didn't play right. And this was no different. They had, you know, Lady Gaga was great. And Metallica sounded great, but just mixing those two things was not, uh, you know, it wasn't, it, it I, didn't do it for me. I would even, if I had to vote between the two, I'd say, yeah, symphony more, because then you're just, you're just adding something musically. Uh, but I don't, does anybody ever go like, man, I wish those like artists that they put together just became a band. Like, <laughs> like how often do you go like, man, I would love to see those two perform together. It's, it's almost never. I think the thing is if, so if a band collaborates during the normal, actual year naturally right so they put out a record and they're like ben featuring dave yes then on that performance it's cool to see those two people come out live together but to throw a metallica song out there and just go hey uh, you know singing lady gaga's gonna do the lead and james isn't gonna sing on on this that's a little crazy it's it's a little you're 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 shooting a little high you're forcing these ingredients together and they don't make you know i'll tell you what though for my money the Best all around, always the best looking Katie chicks Perry. are always well her too. But country singers, I don't know what the country guys are yeah. god awful. But the country chicks always always look very. The, the women there. love country singers, like they just think they're they're so wonderful. tight jeans, man. Yeah, it is, and you know what? I to, to their credit, like they stuck with it. Like they didn't. Yes, they do. Like country singers love that pop whole country. Pop. Pop country, yeah. Pop country loves that whole like affliction tease and yeah. fifteen. I don't bracelets. see too many girls pulling their top off for Merle Haggard. <laughs> no, or the highway. No. <laughs> right, but uh, but they stuck with it. It was like we wore tight jeans back in the day, and it's like, and as like hip hop became more of a factor, and it's like they stuck with it, and then eventually, 
like it like hipsters brought tight stuff back the whole time they were true to their awful think fashion. about this when a girl goes your your girl could just be average everyday white girl right she goes to see lady gaga and she mm. dresses like she normally does mm. however and she could go to a ra- she could go see Wu-Tang Clan and she's going to dress like she normally dresses. She's not going to all of a sudden like wear the patch like Lisa Left Eye Lopez and wear a jersey and, and be a complete we're fraud. We're prophylactic over one But I, I will tell you, every single girl, when they go to a country show, they country it up. They, get their, yeah. they go out and buy boots. They have the yeah. tight jeans on. So that's the one genre, like you're saying, pop country especially the dude pop country because everybody thinks country girls look cute like everyone like yeah. across the board there's no room yeah. for debate right it's a good look it's a good it, look. i mean i would say above cheerleader farm girl then cheerleader well yeah because it's not this weird like yeah where you don't feel niche too creepy. thing yeah 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 you don't have to try out to be a uh, girl that wears boots you know what <laughs> right. i mean you just can show up and do it right you can you can but definitely yeah yeah no absolutely it's a good look for sure so uh you you normally watch it though because you and there's been past where you I have like award shows watch. and you guys have like parties where you actually do voting or you you have that's more Oscar thing. oh okay that's more an Oscar thing and because there's gambling involved it gets me more excited. but you could do that with any award show if you really you even. could but the Grammys are and when you start seeing a list of people that actually have won Grammys the fact every year and you know as social media ramps up more and more. People, I can't believe so-and-so got snubbed. How could they win over this person? Easy, because it never matters ever. No, it doesn't. My favorite artists never get Grammys. People that aren't good always get them. Some people are good and get them. It doesn't, like, you just have to go, like, this is going to be a cool show. But don't, don't be... Like this person wasn't as good as that person. Don't be like Kanye and come steal but, the mic because it, none of it. Uh, it doesn't mean they're better. No, it just it means doesn't. they got that grand. Well, here's the thing too. Like a tribe called Quest played. They played one of the last. They did one of the last performances, mm. and I thought it was. It sounded bad. I thought it was god awful personally. Um, and of course, then they came out and they did the, they 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 crapped on Trump. I saw and they talked about him. They, call, out they called him like an orange. orange agent, orange or whatever. But yeah. but my whole but he thing did it is, twice in case the first time you didn't hear. But but my thing is, uh, a lot of people because they are a tribe called Quest, and because you know they're also doing a shout out to Five Dog, who's no longer alive, and all that. It's like people will, will credit that as being a good performance. When I'm just mm. like looking at it at the, on the very base of it, it just wasn't. Because there was a lot of people who came out and you're just like, whether you like that style of music, like I said, like John Legend, not my thing. However, he did God Only Knows. Sounded good, I'm sure. Uh, by the Beach Boys. Oh, uh, really? And it was amazing. Nice. Sounded great. And then you see country people who I'm not really into and they did songs and it was like, wow, they, they just did a good performance regardless of what you like. But mm. when you see hip hop guys and there's like 40 of them, to me, hip hop is best when you can listen to it in a car. Yeah. Because when you have a bunch of hype men, which we've talked about before, everyone's going, yeah, no, it's yeah, so bad. in the background, and you're like, I don't yeah. know where I'm supposed to look. Regardless I don't know who me, I'm supposed to be listening to. Regardless of me referring to it as boom, boom, bap, and too many booms, uh, I do like hip-hop quite a bit, and I like the older, not as much as the guys from Reasons Are Several. Holy Jesus. They did an episode where they broke down like every year. <laughs> it was amazing. But I like older hip-hop, and I like it a lot, and I listen to it quite a bit. But it's it's never good life. It just is. I mean, may, maybe if you're in a basement in New York and dudes are doing a rap battle and stuff, you know what I mean? Maybe that like that gritty. But but it being produced. Here's the thing too: hip hop people get in the booth where they record it, or they get in a small club where they do it and they flow and they they do their rhymes. Well, and mostly they record. You know, because you've recorded, you record by yourself. Then someone comes in and records by themselves, and, and they then they mix, they mix everything. it together. Right? Yeah. But when you're doing it live, you're yelling. 
Right. So no rap never and, sounds good yelling except for n- except for Sticky Fingers from Onyx. They don't. You, you, you ever hear somebody yell. say and Busta? Sometimes the best note is the note that's not played. Sure, that goes okay. for drums a lot. Yeah. But that doesn't happen. It seems like whenever there's a lull, it's a yeah, yeah. You know, they, and it's just like it's just a, a bunch of bark. Yeah, right. But I'm saying sometimes that takes away from from the the whole uh, live hip hop is about like getting people to jump around and have a good time. But I've said it before. I've seen Snoop Dogg, Ice Cube. Uh, I don't know. I've seen several pretty big names in hip-hop, and it's always bad. I mean, it's cool because it's like, look, there's Ice Cube. Right. But it doesn't sound... My like, wife... If you listen to a, like, you ever listen to a bootleg rap album? Mm-hmm. No, you haven't because no. they suck. My <laughs> wife saw Rage Against the Machine and Wu-Tang Clan way back in the mm. 90s, and she said it was like the best concert she ever been to. Okay. So, but she's her. Well, your wife's wrong about many other things. <laughs> this isn't is. going to be the only. No, I mean, I'm sure it was that maybe that was a unique hype. I just brought blend. that up. I mean, I don't agree with that. I wasn't there, but I'm just, a lot of people that I've, I know At went to that time? show. I've heard. What do you mean? Well, yeah, because you're there live, but you're getting hype. Like you jump in. You're, yeah. But she it, was just saying like, and I know a lot of people that will say the Beastie Boys, which I consider more like rap rock, even the rap stuff was mm. still, it, it was like, like so pop. Guitars in it. And guitar. Stuff. Or, I mean, it was more like pop rap. You know what I mean? It wasn't like down and dirty, gritty. Call, call like a lot brass of monkey, whatever you want. Well, the song sucks Everything, bad. everything, <laughs> everything yeah. after that. Uh, with that being said, I just, I look at the, I look at the Grammys and I go like, it's a whole bunch of who's in the audience and what dress do they come out with? And then they come yeah. out again. And so there's that element to it. And it's always exciting to see. And if you're, I'm not into a, people in the industry giving awards to other people in the industry you just gotta enjoy so, it for the show it is yeah. because what are the odds that adele would have the best song twice like out of everybody that and, sings and you know what she, I mean? and she she the bed on her live performance which was exciting mm-hmm. and that's why i, tw- I said i, I, re- yeah, I, I that. would be less nervous if she was jumping snake river canyon when she because she stopped i didn't the know song what that meant because i wasn't watching now you do yeah because then she had to start again she like stopped the whole band like all right stop stop Apologize to the crowd, and then she was like Ooh. taking breaths, like I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do this. And everyone was sort of rooting her on, and I'm like, man, this is tense, tense. It wasn't like Mariah who was Kanye it, should have pushed her off the stage <laughs> and just started rapping this dumb blonde head. It wasn't like Mariah who on New Year's Eve everything screwed up, and then she just started blaming people and basically threw the mic down. It was like, that was, uh, yeah, I remember her no, this trouble. was like let's start from scratch and. Let's get it done. All right. What she did, and again, I I hated the song. I thought the, I thought her, her it was a George, she, she did a George Michael song, but she did a she did a different arrangement to it. I didn't recognize the song, and I thought her arrangement was god awful. But she has a great voice, and she, well, it would have been cool if she would have just like screwed up and then went two, three, four, and then just you know what I mean. Everybody would got on the same page. That makes you look badass. And she could do Jamaica ska from the uh, what's that? Back to the beach. I don't know. Oh, all right. Right. Have a little fishbone. Yeah, but I mean, look, we're, I, I'm pretty sure the Super Bowl Shuffle was nominated for a Grammy. Mm, no, so good. Y- songs. Don't you ever wonder why more people don't do that? Like what? more professional football teams don't come in with their own rendition of the Super Bowl Shuffle. I often wonder why one team ever did it. <laughs> Let me just say this: I, I one another thing is uh, Adele came out. You know, they announced her or Celine Dion, and they come out to their biggest hit. Like Celine Dion came out, they announced her. They said, "And now to present the award for blah blah blah," and they bring out Celine Dion singing the song uh, from Titanic in the background as she walks up. Okay, and I'm thinking, we all know she sings that. How about one of her deep cuts? You know what I mean? Or is it possible that she could go? Yeah, you know what? Could you just could you throw out some uh, Tom Petty 
as I come yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. I want to hear Brass Monkey. But I wanted, I've had this for a long time, and I wanted to play this for you. Randy Macho Man Savage, and this is a non sequitur, but Randy Macho Man Savage, are you aware he cut a full album? No. Okay, there's a guy named Mr. Perfect, and in life, Macho Man and Mr. Perfect. So Mr. He, Perfect's the one who spits his gum out and slaps The blind guy, yeah. Anyway. So Randy Macho Man Savage came out with this album, and one of the songs on it is about his best friend, what? who was Mr. Perfect. And Mr. He wrote Perf- a song about his buddy? Yeah, he wrote the song, and he performs the song after Mr. Perfect died. Nothing weird about and that. And it's the song, uh, it talks about, well, I want you to hear it, because I feel like this might have, could have, should have won, or at least been considered for a Grammy. Please let me hear it. This one goes out to my real close friend and buddy, Kurt Hennig, a.k.a. Mr. Perfect. Just wanted to let you know that you're missed, but you'll never be forgotten. You've always been an incredible friend. What's his goal? What is he to Mr. Perfect no, died. But what is Macho Man trying to do? Felt bad about this. Hey, Kurt, we miss you, but we know you're in a better place. It's kind of hard as time goes on and I don't see your face. You didn't say it was a rap album. <laughs> I wanted to... I wanted to surprise you. Time's rolling strong, just you and me. It's real hard sometimes to keep it going day to day. But I know you wouldn't want it any other way. So I keep it moving, doing what I gotta do. And as a tribute, I'm dedicating a song to you. I always wanted my job to be the guy that does the backups. Dude, this guy's killing it. Yeah, well, I'll kill it. Here, in the here, background. Here, here, here's the best part about the background guy in this. He comes in as a day player, I'm sure, and they're like, and he's like, what I got, what I got today? And he's like, uh, hey, how you doing? Come on in here. I got some lyrics. I'm, I'm going to say brother, and when I do, know that I don't mean you specifically. <laughs> there might be some tears. Don't tell anyone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Perfect's the name. It'll never be forgotten. As long as my tools are around. This guy's the most Jewish guy of all time. Selection. My list. So far, he's rhyming monosyllabically. <laughs> I feel like. This guy didn't have any close friends. Nobody who was going to tell him no. Hey, I made this rap album. What do you think? Is it dope or what? <laughs> hey, could you introduce this to some of your buddies in the urban areas? <laughs> Let's say you had a bum trash fire. Would you guys play the song around it? Remember Mr. Perfect. He was always in command. His greatness was so obvious that all could understand. He brightened up a lot. Oh, he's still rhyming on accident. I'm pretty sure Mr. Perfect would not have written a song for Macho Man had, had, had they died in a different order. Now they're both dead. You know it's not perfect. This guy's right. <laughs> this sounds like when you go to like a funeral and then somebody writes a poem for the dead person and everyone has to sit by and act like it's not the worst poem you've ever heard. You know, I they're agree. like, we had fun when days were hot, eating ice cream. It was chocolate. And you sit there, like, trying not to laugh. Don't you think that, like, he left? La- you ever hear the stories where, like, 
the, the guy in the band is an awful bass player and he leaves and they're like, yeah, we'll lock up. And then he leaves and the band stays there all night and recuts the track with the new bass. <laughs> yes. Like, you think they're like, okay, macho man, we got it. Uh, yes. Hit lunch. We got uh, that. Uh, take four hours. <laughs> uh, I think I think I think that I think that's good enough. And because he's got a, a voice that's easy enough to copy, and then they just have a producer or somebody come in and be like, "Oh yeah, hey, wait a minute, I was supposed to do the backup part where I sing the last word." <laughs> They're like, "We'll just get a dude." I was guy. waiting for the Undertaker to do the bridge. See, most of the song is just filled up with background. Ninety percent of the song is background music. But, he, but I'm still like, was was his goal to sell this to other wrestling fans? Oh yeah. So they would be like, I like wrestling and I miss Mr. Perfect, and this is bad. Every, Here's my money. Every now and then, wrestling comes out with a record where they try to get these guys to, you know. But this this didn't yeah, it like didn't sell too hot. Or like if somebody gets AIDS or something. Like it, for a, <laughs> this was less popular than Ben Affleck's Daredevil, if you can believe it. <laughs> so. Um, where were you? Where were you when Owen Hart fell, brother? Well, he was dead. Used... I think he was dead by then, wasn't? They were both dead by then. I'm assuming. Could used one more record. Well, think about this. <laughs> Elizabeth died before Macho Man. No song. Mister Perfect dies. Song. So let me ask you this. Yeah. What was really going on in that situation? Oh, Kurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot. My of heart hurts every day. You're bringing up a lot of good points. <laughs> My life used to be perfect. <laughs> the best part so is bad. if there is an accompanying video on YouTube where it shows Mr. Perfect doing perfect things like shooting a basketball over his head backwards to this Are music. Yeah, I swear. I'll uh, put it on. I'll, I'll put it on Twitter. I'll perfectly. I'll you. put it out there for you. Oh my and God. you and you. Well, that is episode 143 of the Hey My Man podcast, brothers. <laughs> I got a lot of stuff I didn't get to, damn it, next week. All right, later.
And you can act real rude and totally removed And I can act like an imbecile And say, we can dance, we can dance Everything's out of control We can dance, we can dance They're doing it from pole to pole We can dance, we can dance Everybody look at your hands We can dance, we can dance Everybody's taking the chance Oh, it's a sick dance. Oh, it's a sick dance. Oh, it's a sick dance. 